Hey, hey, welcome back to Community Resources Minnesota, a new podcast that we're giving a try. Today is February 26th, 2022. My name is Jerome Evans. I host a TV show, Bottomless Coffee with Jerome, and another podcast called Bottomless Coffee Podcast. Those two projects are based around conversation, but for this one, this podcast, Community Resources Minnesota, I wanna focus on sharing information about the community resources that we have at our disposal. So everyone has had a hard week this week. We're gonna keep it quick. Uh, Today, I'm gonna share information that was sent to me from the Minnesota Department of Health and from the CDC. And for this episode, what we're gonna do is we're gonna start with announcements. Uh, Announcements from the Minnesota Department of Health Then we're gonna talk through the vaccine events that are taking place around Minnesota. And then we're gonna finish up with some CDC updates. And then we're all gonna give ourselves a little break. We're gonna do some deep breathing. We're gonna meditate. We're We're gonna get our minds right, okay? Now, links to all of the info that I'm talking about and additional resources are hosted at bottomlesscoffeeshow.com slash community. So let's start with announcements and we're going to talk about accidental poisoning. So I got a flyer from MDH, the Minnesota Department of Health, saying that, uh, you know, you need to store your COVID-19 test kits in a cool, dry place where your kids cannot get a hold of them because kids being kids, they might eat them. Okay, Um, I know some people are hearing that and they're thinking that should go without saying, but let's be real. We've all got a lot going on right now. And sometimes we need things pointed out to us. So uh, kids eating COVID-19 tests is bad. Uh, It sounds like there is a risk of poison associated with that. So keep an eye on your kids, make sure you know what they're eating and keep those COVID-19 tests out of their reach. Okay, moving on. Uh, There is a deafblind workshop being put on by the Minnesota Commission of the Deaf, Deafblind, and the Hard of Hearing. That is taking place on February February 28th from 6 to 7.30 p.m. Uh, And if you've ever noticed a person with hearing and vision loss in the community and wondered how to interact properly with them, then maybe this uh, workshop is for you. One size does not fit all. People who are deaf or blind or deafblind are from all walks of life and communicate in various ways. Join the deafblind workshop to find out more information and you will find a link to that in this description here and on the website that I mentioned earlier. Okay, moving on to number three, the Department of Human Services and YMCA are partnering on a family a sister's program, and I remember talking about this one last week because it sounded really cool. The Family of Sisters Connect Families to Community Resources. The program serves refugees, asylees, and certain other humanitarian protected immigrants. Please contact them directly to determine eligibility. The Family of Sisters Connect Families to Community Resources like employment, uh, English as a second language courses, housing and energy assistance, language access, navigation, letter reading, healthcare, 
application assistance for public programs, immigration services, and more. They're, they're doing a lot. And then we've got a public engagement and equity update. The Kids Deserve a Shot campaign does end on February 28th. Now, um, I actually recorded a little commercial for this one on Bottomless Coffee Podcast and for the show. Yeah, yeah, I did it for the show too. Uh, so the Kids Deserve a Shot campaign provides a $200 Visa gift card to kids that get fully vaccinated in the months of January and February. Um, as I recall, the registration process is pretty simple. Um, and you can find more information on that in the link to the uh, registration page on the Minnesota Department of Health's website. But you will need to get there, I believe, before February 28th to sign up and get not only, yeah, you get that $200 gift card, it's coming back to me, um, but you also get uh, like registration to a really big college scholarship. I feel like it's $100,000. Uh, so go go back, check that out. If you have a kid and they were vaccinated in January or February of 2022, then go get your money. Okay. We are moving into some vaccine clinics, and we've got maybe six or seven of them. Uh, the Rosewood Community Center COVID-19 uh, gift cards, Kids five, 5 and Up Healing Meditation and Music event. Oh, they got a lot going on. Okay, so the Rosewood Community Center COVID-19 gift card, Kids Violent 5 and Up Healing Meditation and Music event. Cool. Uh, that's taking place on February 26th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., uh, which means that is happening today, because, you know, I mentioned the date at the very top of this episode. The address is uh, 13885 South Robert Trail in Rosemount. Okay. The next event is the HACER, H-A-C-E-R, Aurora Charter School COVID-19 vaccine event, February 26th from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. So that one's also happening today. Located on 213 East 26th uh, in Minneapolis, Minnesota, 55404. There's a flyer for that one in English and Spanish. The ACER, A-C-E-R vaccine clinic on February 27th from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m located at 1535 Como Avenue in St. Paul, Minnesota. All ages, and it looks like there'll be uh, $50 gift cards given away. You've got the Copal, C-O-P-A-L, the Center, so Copal, the Center Clinic Vaccine Event on February 27th from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Dodge Center, uh, these, <laughs> Dodge Center, 14 West Main, street um, english and spanish flyers are available for that one as well the copal community vaccination event on february 28th from 3 p.m to 7 p.m there's a pfizer Falwell community school english and spanish flyers for that one as well we've got another hacer h-a-c-e-r uh, hacer academia caesar chavez covid19 vaccine event uh, march 1st and march 22nd at 2 30 p.m uh going until 5 30 p.m oh that's good i like i like that we get a little more of a, a runway for that one so march 1st and march 22nd 2 30 p.m to 5 30 p.m english and spanish 
uh, see some flyers. The IANA, I-A-N-A, Family Vaccine Clinics are on Fridays through February, March, and April. I think we're actually through the last uh, Friday in February, so I'm gonna edit that one to say the IANA, I-A-N-A, Family Vaccine Clinics uh, on Fridays in March and April. Uh, you can see a flyer, the flyer in the description for locations and times but they are gonna take place in Bloomington, Minneapolis, and St. Paul. And then the Breva, B-R-I-V-A, health vaccine clinics taking place every Saturday from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Uh, to make an appointment, you need to call 833-567-6662. Uh, once again, that is 833-567-6662. You're gonna to have to make an appointment for that one, but you can do so in English or in Somali. Okay, so those are the vaccine clinics that were sent my way. And now let's talk through uh, two CDC updates that were sent to me by email as well. Uh, the first is a summary of recent changes related to the COVID-19 vaccine. Uh, added considerations for an eight-week interval between the first and second doses of a primary mRNA vaccine schedule. Uh, the key points here, I love uh, an executive summary with some key points. COVID-19 vaccines currently approved or authorized by the FDA are effective in preventing serious outcomes of coronavirus disease, yes, including severe disease, hospitalization, and death. Love to hear it. COVID-19 primary series vaccination is recommended for everyone ages five years and older in the United States for the prevention of COVID-19. Okay, so that first bullet point had to do with preventing uh, serious outcomes. That second one is for the prevention of the disease in general. Uh, the next bullet point, a three-dose primary mRNA COVID-19 vaccine series is recommended for people ages five years and older who are moderately or severely immunocompromised, followed by a booster dose in those ages 12 years and older. Okay. In most situations, Pfizer or Moderna COVID-19 vaccinations are preferred over the Jan Hassan, uh, which is the Johnson & Johnson, COVID-19 vaccine for primary and booster vaccination Okay, now that is new information for me. I got Johnson & Johnson and then that recommendation was uh, not made public at the time. But you know, any vaccine is better than no vaccine. The next bullet, a booster dose of COVID-19 vaccine is recommended for everyone ages 12 years and older. Timing of a booster dose varies based on COVID-19 vaccine product and immunocompetence. So if you are immunocompromised, then get your booster sooner than later. Efforts to increase the number of people in the United States who are up to date with their COVID-19 vaccines remain critical to preventing illness, hospitalizations, and death from COVID-19. And these clinical considerations provide additional information to healthcare professionals and public health officials in the use of COVID-19 vaccines. So you are getting the same information that your doctor is getting. Okay, and then we've got one more update from the CDC. And this is why I said that we were gonna have to close this one uh, 
talking about giving, giving us all a break. The proportion of pediatric emergency department visits for mental health conditions increased during 2020. Now, why is this added? Weekly uh, emergency department visits among adolescent females aged 12 to 17 years old increased for two mental health conditions, eating and tick disorders during 2020. Four uh, disorders during 2021, and those four were depression, eating, tick, and obsessive compulsive disorders. And five, anxiety, trauma, and stressor-related eating, tick, and obsessive compulsive disorders. And overall mental health clinic visits during January 2022, compared with 2019. So what that long kind of complicated sentence is saying is that from 2019 to January 2022, we've seen a really big uptick in mental health disorders, particularly in adolescent females aged 12 to 17 years old, okay? The proportion of uh, emergency department visits with eating disorders doubled among adolescent females. Those for tick disorders approximately tripled during the pandemic. So what are the implications for public health practice? Early identification and expanded evidence-based prevention and intervention strategies are critical to improving pediatric mental health, especially among adolescent females who might have an increased need. And so, you know, like I said at the top of this episode, everyone had a bad week. Any week where a war breaks out is a bad week for everybody, but particularly in adolescent females for the last three years, the stress that we're all experiencing is starting to uh, starting to create some real mental health complications, okay? So if you've got anyone in your life uh, that you might be stressing out or contributing to their stress, like, you know, I'm definitely contributing to my husband's stress and I need to stop. Uh, he's contributing to my stress too and he needs to stop. And if you have any uh, daughters or sisters, uh, nieces, cousins who are female within the age of 12 to 17 years, you know, do not stress them out. And if you can, do a little something nice for them that might make their days better. It sounds like they need it, okay? Okay, that is going to be this short and sweet Community Resources Minnesota podcast episode for February, uh, February 26th, 2022. Again, my name is Jerome Evans, uh, and the links to uh, kind of a transcript of this conversation and any links will be at bottomlesscoffeeshow.com slash community. Bye, everybody.